Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know... We talk often here about the mental part of aquarium keeping, and I think that's important really because there's literally like thousands of articles on every aspect of you know how-to when it comes to aquarium keeping, but there's shockingly few about the mindset and the philosophies behind the work we do. So of course, this is like the white space where I like to operate from time to time because there's days when you don't need another article on you know how to fill your aquarium with leaves and stuff like that, right? Let's be honest, creating a botanical-style aquarium is supposed to be fun, but it can be a daunting task for some people at times, especially if your expectations are greater than your experience level, or even if you have a lot of experience and are just looking for really specific, you know, amazing results right out of the gate. It can really F with your mind if you let it. And with so many hobbyists trying their hand at these types of aquariums for the first time, it's important to understand what to expect and how to mentally approach them. Now, we've talked about the specifics of you know, expectations and things that happen. So I'm not going to really delve into that too much in this, in the context of this podcast. But with many questions that we receive, a lot of hobbyists have a certain expectation or preconception about how exactly things are supposed to be or how they're supposed to progress or play out in our aquariums at a certain time. And when something doesn't hit their expectations exactly, they immediately think that they're doing something wrong. And I think that's sad. Excuse me. It's those mornings again. Anyway, I think that we as a community can help manage these expectations and we can help, you know, fellow hobbyists along who are just starting out in our world and and in a way that will ensure long-term success. There is a certain hardened mindset which you need to accept, you know, and in the mainstream aquarium world, there's no shortage of examples of expectations among hobbyists that we can draw upon. You know, a, a typical common aquarium experience is to make that jump from that basic community tank to a specialized uh, aquarium. And I think that that's something that, you know, we can't revisit often enough. I think that's a really interesting thing. It's understandable. However, it seems to me that there's an increasing number of people who start their hobby journey in a more specialized aquarium like the botanical style aquarium right out of the gate or even with a biotope system. It's a different sort of shift. And I believe it's partially because of the availability of all this interesting information online that we haven't had before good scientific information that we can seek out. And I think that we should love people that try this for the first time. It can be daunting, but it is entirely possible with the volume of information that's out there. Now, regardless of how your journey begins, I have a few guidelines that can help you start on the right foot and avoid some of the most common mental mistakes um, with botanical style aquariums. Now, of course, these tips don't constitute, you know, the gospel or whatever, but they're time-tested pieces of advice from a guy who's you know, spilled a few hundred gallons of water, tinted, salted, or otherwise, on the floor during my career. So they might be useful to you. I've got a little experience at screwing stuff up and and maybe occasionally doing things right. So no, no particular order. I'm just going to lay them out here. Uh, number one, you know, appreciate the advice you receive from your fellow aquarists, but take a look at their aquarium. I know that sounds kind of weird, but 
and almost a little bit mean-spirited. But think about this. It's not uncommon to receive many offers for help from other you know, hobbyists when you're just starting out. Uh, you see this online. You see this in clubs. or But particularly, you see this stuff online um, in forums and so forth. And that guidance can come from, you know, maybe somebody you know. Maybe it's a local fish store person. Maybe it's, again, a, some random hobbyist on a forum or even some kook writing a column or podcast like me. And it's all part of the wonderful culture of aquarium keeping. And it leads to one truism. Most hobbyists do love to help. However, my two cents is to take any and all information on, you know, any kind of specialized aquarium keeping with a grain of salt and do a little checking on your your mentor. Do a little reading on the context of what they're talking about. But check the mentor, especially if... You know, their advice starts with words like, you know, you need to, or you should, or worse, I haven't tried this, but you should. Yeah, yikes. There's a lot of that stuff online, unfortunately. Personally, I'd like to see more of this is what I do, or I've always done this, followed with a picture of their beautiful, successful tank that has been running for a while, utilizing the technique, the materials, or the product that they're recommending. Unfortunately, the internet has sort of created a lot of these false prophet aquarists who can easily throw out advice to others with an air of undisputed authority, despite any overt evidence that they've ever actually successfully ran with or even attempted what they're preaching about. I've seen this in a lot in our specialty. I've seen this a lot in the reef keeping world uh, in my days in that in that universe. <clears throat> You'll see in our world, you see a lot of warnings about how this type of aquarium is dangerous or how certain practices can't work, etc., etc., you know, people questioning things. It's good to question, but it's interesting that people will come up with authoritative advice when they've never tried something. Now, before you take somebody's advice, even mine, just see how their results have been. For all of these, you know, loud experts with, you know, potentially dubious experience, there's dozens of doers who have great firsthand experience with this. Trust me, people who actually do will share these results with you just as easily. Fortunately, in the botanical aquarium movement, we're a community that helps manage expectations. They sort of baking it into the practices, concepts and expectations of what we you need to do and what we, you know, see when we start a botanical style aquarium. You know, stuff like you need to prepare botanicals before you add them to your aquarium. Um, You may or may not see the water tint up. Botanicals will start accruing biofilms and decompose. Botanicals should be added slowly. And, you know, the results monitored, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We have this stuff built into sort of the, the procedures that we do. Getting back to my, you know, mental uh, mindset list here. Number two would be to find a local fish store or an online vendor and support them like fervently, especially if they meet your, you know, expectations for quality and services. Stores and vendors are really your partners in specialty aquariums. And it's an important relationship. Find a good fit for you. There's tons and tons of local fish stores and online vendors that are that are good for equipment and you know other things related to the hobby. Again, most are quite good, run by honest people who understand the business and most important, the needs of the hobbyist. And when you're engaging in a specialized aquarium journey like a botanical style aquarium, it helps to work with vendors and stores who have experience in the specific area of interest that you're you know, embarking on. Of course, that's a shameless plug for me in the botanical stuff, but there's plenty of other people that do stuff like this. However, there's also a number of vendors out there in various categories that are not so good and who won't honor guarantees without major hassles, won't provide a lot in the way of support, and generally just sell you stuff, and that's that. These aren't companies you really want to do business with. Look for vendors that are consistent, have great reviews online from fellow chorus who you're familiar with, you know, not fake ones cut and pasted from forum to forum in the same crappy grammatical style that's curiously a lot like the way the vendor writes. It'll be obvious over time. I've seen this in the reef world a lot. 
you'll know how to ferret this BS out really quickly. <laughs> Work with vendors and companies that have good stuff, good policies, and real reputations for service and communications and support of the hobby community. You'll get used to their practices and offerings. And what's more, they'll get used to your needs and help serve you even better. It's a great relationship. Number three, read the fine print. And I mean this sort of metaphorically. Uh, you know, unfortunately, like any other endeavor, botanical-style aquarium keeping has started to accrue its share of fads, trends, new techniques, etc. And that's all good and, and well. Technique does evolve over time. However, be sure to take a good hard look at what's being proffered out there. We see this in the reef aquarium circles all the time. Just because, you know, such and such is dosing, uh, you know, vodka or whatever to remove, uh, um, he, you know, to lower his phosphates and... Uh, or using lanthium chloride or whatever doesn't mean it's you know effective for you it might be super effective for this guy uh, but it may not be the right move for you and that's important especially in freshwater aquariums you know this applies as well Um, your experience level your lifestyle your economics and your interest and energy you know might necessitate a more basic but equally effective approach to nutrient control like you know water changes And if done correctly and consistently, you'll find that many of the most basic aquarium management techniques that we've known for decades in the aquarium hobby will do wonders in a botanical style aquarium, just like they have for, you know, more familiar aquarium setups for generations of aquarists. It's about understanding what you're doing, observing things in your tank quickly and applying common sense and effort. No magic here. I mean, just because all the cool kids are doing it a certain way is not a valid reason for you to embrace some exotic, complicated practice. Keep things simple and do stuff that works for you and your animals. Don't be a joiner just because. Think about why you'd want to do it and weigh the benefits against the cost. See if what you're contemplating is even a viable long-term solution for your aquarium or just a knee-jerk reaction to some short-term problem. Sometimes a quick reaction is not the right one, right? Yeah, doing this or that will take care of you know your algae problem, but it won't, you know... Uh, won't create a miracles and won't just stain the course with regular water changes or other adjustments do the same thing albeit a little bit more slowly when simply making those mental shifts which you appreciate rather than fear uh you know help you uh, embrace some of the things in your blackwater botanical style aquarium that you might have been freaked out about before i think they will think about it make your aquarium your own that's another piece of advice i love to 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 give because it's important Come to the realization that even if you use the same technique, equipment, and animals as, you know, Joe from Cleveland did in his tank, you'll likely get a different result. Your tank will not be exactly like any other aquarist's tank. And that's a good thing. It's one thing to emulate good work from others. But always remember that there's an infinite number of unknown variables in the equation that will result in your tank being completely different from his or hers. I mean, why would you want a carbon copy of someone else's tank anyways? I mean, okay, I see why you might want to mimic the... Um, aesthetics of of an aquarium but the point is you should always judge your results by what works for you not by how closely your tank resembles that of another hobbyist be yourself and let your display reflect who you are and what you do as an aquarist that's the fun part there's no one-size-fits-all way to run a tank so don't just mimic you see great results in someone else's build but until you understand why they did it their way and how they integrated it into their life it may not make much sense to you rather take the elements out of various successful tanks that you've seen and incorporate them into your own better yet look to nature for your inspiration seems like common sense but do a quick scan of your instagram feed and look at the rather surprisingly large number of lookalike aquariums out there it'll all make sense when you look at it in that context believe me excuse me another uh case here don't let emotions get the best of you or your aquarium i sometimes think that the number one problem most 
hobbyist face at some point is a panic reaction to uh, something as alluded to in that tip I just mentioned. Don't tear your whole Amazon biotope tank apart because you find a snail on a sword plant. You know what I mean? Don't declare your tank a failure because water is in, you know, crystal clear, deep brown tone. Don't take a radical aggressive step, which will take you off your game plan in order to quickly fix something. They might not be, things might not be broken. When you make bad decisions based on, you know, the crisis du jour, instead of focusing on the bigger picture and the longer term goals of your system, that's when you get into trouble. I've seen many, many tanks with huge potential, essentially sabotaged, ruined by reacting to short-term circumstances without considering the long-term implications of the so-called corrective measures. Combat this panic instinct by creating a mental checklist of things to look at every day in your aquarium, you know, parameters to measure regularly, and have in place the things you need to deal with the most common emergencies like spare parts, filter pads, extra botanicals, backup pumps, etc., etc., Okay, I mean, I can go on and on, and those are just a few of the things that you need to consider to stay happy and healthy when you and enjoy your botanical style aquarium, you know, experience. And, and you know what? You don't have to be a newbie for these things to apply to you. We all make mistakes, we all learn from them, and we share our solutions with you know with fellow hobbyists in an honest, open way. And and, and when we do that, that can add to the body of knowledge of this amazing hobby. It can really push us forward. And most of you know this stuff already. However, on occasion, it's good to think about this stuff in our context, isn't it? I'm positive there's dozens and dozens more mental you know, shifts to make, uh, you know, expectations to manage, and mistakes to avoid. I mean, that's, that's life, right? But I think it's fun to put a few of those ideas out there and maybe start conversation on this. I'd like to hear what some of your thoughts are in there. You know, let them out. Let a fellow chorus benefit. Simple stuff, but fun to talk about and important. Until next time, stay thoughtful, stay calm, stay curious, stay diligent, stay focused, and always stay wet. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. This is Scott Fellman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for your support, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.